All right, you guys, it is December, <laughs> the last month of the year. Obviously, you guys knew that, and I didn't mean to say that, but um, yeah, we're in December. It's crazy how fast everything is going. Um, so we still have our sponsors. Uh, none of them have moved on to greater places, so <laughs> let's get this going. Um, you know what? Let's go up this time. So uh, we have dollar days. Because, like I said, it's December, things are happening, uh, people need to start getting gifts or maybe start stacking up for the new year, anything like that. Dollar Days is a bulk website. It is a super awesome website that you will get lost in. Um, it's uh, Honestly, I didn't know about it until they decided to start sponsoring us, and I am hooked, and it's amazing. So Dollar Days has given us two promo codes, Happy Endings 20 which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-2-0, and you get $20 off a purchase of $200 or more, and that is super easy to do. Um, we also have Happy Endings Ship, which is H-A-P-P-Y-E-N-D-I-N-G-S-S-H-I-P, and that is a flat shipping fee of $9.95. Uh, oh my gosh, you guys really do need to go look at this website. Um, shoe Dazzle. Uh, shoe Dazzle is a subscription shoe a service and oh my like they ship shoes to you and like I've said before you don't even have to get dressed and shoes will come to you if you just want to walk around in your shoes which I do I'm god I can't be the only person that walks around naked naked in their own shoe in just shoes but they bring new shoes to you you don't have to go shopping I I don't know I've decided that I am a lazy fucker and I mean, not a lazy fucker. I'm actually pretty active when that part is happening. But I love the fact that things come to you. I don't like shopping. I'm not good at shopping. So somebody will shop for you and then send it to you. So Shoe Dazzle, their promo code for us is Happy Shoes, which is H-A-P-P-Y-S-H-O-E-S. -E and you get $10 off your first subscription box. This is for anybody that you know that is also lazy does not want to go shopping you can give them shoes and it will come to their door and then we have handy app handy app is an awesome app as well um this is where you can get anything done somebody will have somebody there will have the expertise you need for whatever job that you need so if you need somebody to help clean up your house if you need somebody to help build something if you want somebody to listen to your wife nag while you watch football handy app ha well, maybe not that one Handy App has a person for you. They have an expert for you that's going to do the job right. Um, for us, they have the promo code AppSave30, which is H. No, that is wrong. It is not H. It is A-P-P-S-A-V-E-3-0. And you get 30% off your first booking. And I mean, that was kind of sexist too. If women, if you want somebody to, mm, not that. If you want somebody to also listen to your husband talk about football, you can get a handy app guy to do that or girl, and you can go off and shop for shoes through Shoe Dazzle, take the online quiz, and then have shoes shipped fucking to you. A famous smoke shop, because like I've said before, I'll say it again, what goes better with a happy ending than a fucking cigar? And they have non-fucking cigars as well. A famous smoke shop has given us two promo codes as well. Hot 20, which is H-O-T-2-0 for $20 off a purchase of $145 or more. Or Hot 10, H-O-T-1-0 for $10 off a purchase of $85 or more. Last but not least is Blue Apron. 
once again, I'm lazy. I like shit coming to me. Everything comes to you in a box. All the food, the recipes, it's all pre-measured. You don't even have to measure anything. You just follow the simple recipe and you have a fucking awesome dinner. And this is something that if women, men, anybody, dogs, cats, if you want to surprise or make your significant other or just your friends make you make them think that you know how to fucking cook like blue apron is for you and you still don't have to leave the house so you can have awesome shoes you can have somebody come clean your house you can get bulk shit for your friends not shit awesome stuff and so blue apron it's blueapron.com slash happy endings which is b-l-u-e-a-p-r-o-n dot c-o-m slash h-a-p-p-y-e-n-d-i-n-g-s okay this week's episode i have kevin mack um kevin mack i met as a comic at the comedy store he is a very very good looking person uh but i do feel that i should warn you guys a little bit on this episode this episode may have some triggers this episode does talk about cheating it talks about being unfaithful. It has trust issues. And also, my dumb ass mentions the R word. Now, um, I have written a joke that has the R word in it. And I need you guys to know that I wrote this joke with love in my heart. <laughs> with um, I did not do this to make fun of anybody with special needs. I have a lot of friends. And, and I know that sounds awful. Like, oh, I have friends who did it so I can say it. That's not what I mean. But I... I'm not doing it to make fun of the community. I'm doing it to make fun of how people used to react in the olden days. Um, but the R word does come up a lot. And I don't want you guys to think that I am being insensitive with this issue because I'm not. I'm trying to make a joke. That's what I do. I take dark issues and I try and make them funny. Um, so I know a lot of people may stop listening to me because of the fact that I mentioned the R word. I had a lady who did not like the fact that I mentioned the R word and followed me out, which is actually what we were talking about in this episode. So I hope you enjoy. You're going to like it. Ooh, this is exciting. Okay. Is the headrest too high or too low? It can be moved. No, it's good. Have you ever had a massage? Yes. Okay. <laughs> you okay? All right. So I guess I should introduce you. Look at me doing it before like five minutes. Get undressed. Get on other sheets. Ooh. Your emperor tree. No, I promise this is not a dream. It's just a happy ending with Joy Eileen. I have Kevin. Do you just go by Kevin Mack or Kevin McNamara? Well, people in the acting community know me as Kevin McNamara, but people in the comedy community know me as Kevin Mack. Well, who are you today? Kevin Mack. Okay. So we have Kevin Mack on the table today. What's up? <laughs> I sound like a dish. We have Kevin <laughs> Mack on the table today. <laughs> All right, I was He's just being thinking. paired with a nice red wine and a Chianti. <laughs> with Fabi. Fabi. Okay, so you've had massages before. Have you ever broke anything? Uh, bones? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. We all you kind of tied those heart. two things in together. You've had a massage before. You've never broken anything. Can I break a hymen? Uh, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. I've broken my face. Yeah. Why? It's so pretty. Uh, no. It's, uh... Um, I mean, it's so handsome and manly. Yeah, that's better. Okay. It's, um... It was MMA stuff. It broke my cheekbone doing jujitsu, and I pretty much shattered my right eye socket. How? How old were you? Uh, 20? No, 19. Okay. Yeah. Do you still do MMA? I still do MMA. I've been doing it for 
Jesus, I don't even want to say anymore. Uh, 20 years. Did you break the person's back? No. <laughs> he was my coach. He was much better than me. Even if I wanted to, I, I probably just would have gotten my other cheekbone broken. You know, I almost killed, I, we had a dude for um, high school. Oh my God, what was it called? I don't, oh, Taekwondo mm-hmm. or something like that. I don't even remember what it was. And the teacher was, the instructor was teaching us how to choke people out. <laughs> so I was choking him out and he was hitting my arm. Yeah. And he was I, tapping. He was tapping, but I thought he was just doing like a one handed applause. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I'm doing it right because I'm like a total straight A student. So of course I go in harder. And the other instructor had to pull me off of him. Because he's all, you are killing him. And I'm like, no, he's applauding me. And he's like, no, he's tapping out. You're like the worst student ever. I know, you get an F. And then I, then I choked them both out. No. I mean, that's pretty clear, in, I think, in all circles. Like, if somebody's tapping on you vehemently, that maybe you should stop choking them. <laughs> it wasn't clear to me. I was a freshman in high school, and I like praise. So I was going to interpret it. Any way I wanted it, where it was going to be praised. I think the better question is, if somebody were choking you, how would you alert them <laughs> that you're choking? Because you can't verbalize it. So just in in for future thought, your only verbalization would be to tap them and let them know, hey, I'm dying. Or just flop around like a fish out of water, which would probably be my go-to. No. Early response. And it went, ah! <laughs> Flop around like a fish. <laughs> they can stop. I think that would kick in my animal instinct and I would just want to kill it more. Holy shit, you are strong as fuck. Sorry, do I need to go lighter? Yes, I'm a delicate flower. Alright. Good lord. <laughs> See, you, we start, you start making fun of me and telling me I'm not a nice student. You're going to get an elbow. I want you checked for steroids. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Cassandra is feeding Emily pretzels. Nice. <laughs> okay, so tell me about these crazy twenty, this crazy twenty-four hours. I want to know. Oh uh, boy. Okay, so um, I have a girlfriend. Is um, it the same one? Yes, but well, I sh- I guess I should say past tense now. Yeah. Oh, you just made every woman listening to this slip off their seat. <laughs> They're just all for it? You see, Cassandra just fell. <laughs> do, do a lot of your female listeners listen to your podcast in plastic chairs? No, they just get so wet, they just like a water slide. It's all I didn't know it was this kind of podcast. Called Happy Endings, by the way. Oh, I would have wore my sexy underwear. Uh, what kind of underwear? I didn't even look. Cassandra, what kind of underwear is Any Kevin Mack underwear? Is it sexy underwear? High end straight cotton. Ooh, high end straight cotton. High end straight. I like that. (laughs) Okay. I I was going for white trash. (laughs) That's me. With the bandana. I'm like, (laughs) so what happened is uh, she and I have been together for, well, off and on, more, let's say more on than off for the past two years. Is she the one with the kid? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I've been raising him as my own basically since we started dating and um, for two years we've had issues with her constantly having trust issues with me and um, I'm the type of person where I'll, I'll do the right thing for a while until you continuously fault me 
as if I'm doing the wrong thing. Right, because then you're gonna do it. Right. So it's like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna get the the penalty for doing it, I might as well get the pleasure of doing it as well. I agree on that one. So in the two years that she and I have been together, there's been a lot of situations where she hacks into my privacy and i.e. my phone. And she sneaks into my phone and, and she goes through my texts and goes through my messages on Instagram. And, and I get a lot of messages from females on Instagram. I get I, yeah. a lot of text messages from girls that I've had relations with in the past. And I can't really control that. I don't. I can't control who has my number, who doesn't. My profile on Instagram is, is public, so I don't have control over what people send me. And she often has issues with comments and messages and things like that so for months and months and months I've been basically begging her to just trust me but at the same time kind of setting a trap just in case she doesn't so in the times that we've had rough times where she's been accusing me of doing things um, I went and sent messages on Instagram to girls on Instagram or replied to, to messages on Instagram not actually doing anything but just replying and kind of waiting for her to go through my shit again. Because the last time she went through, she didn't find anything. And I knew she went through it, but because she didn't find anything, she didn't say anything. Which is really what I wanted from her. I wanted her just to be honest and be like, look, I you know, I had questions. And rather than just asking you, I, I ran through your shit. And I didn't find anything. So, you know, I just wanted to let you know I went through your shit. She didn't do that. So I set traps. And... Yes, no, the day before yesterday, she um, she didn't know the code to my phone. I had changed the code to my phone, and T-Mobile calls me, and I had to tell my last digits of my social security number, which was the code to my phone, which she heard, memorized, and assumed must be the code to my phone, which it was, went into my phone over the weekend, went through everything, found the message that I purposely left on there for her to find. And of course, because she found him, she flipped out on me and um, basically was like, I was right about you this whole time. You're a piece of shit, this, that, the other. And I'm like, why do you think, as, as intelligent as I am, why would I leave messages for you to find when I know that you're always just waiting for the moment when you can get into my shit? I'm like, we've had conversations consistently of me telling you I need trust from you. I'm not doing anything, and I'm not. I'm not sleeping with anybody. I'm not cheating on you. I'm not doing anything that I shouldn't be doing other than, you know, sending these messages and kind of setting this trap, which in and of itself is shady, but it's getting to the point where I'm, I can't continue to live in a relationship where the trust is one-sided. So it finally came out that she was going through my shit. She, she explained to me that she was going through my shit and she basically is saying that she doesn't believe that I was setting traps and she believes that all of this was real and that I'm doing shitty shit behind her back and yada, yada, yada. So she and I are no longer together now. Damn. Yeah. Oh my God. You know how many messages we just got on Instagram like <laughs> right now? Hey, hey, what's up, what's up? I mean, it sucks because... In the end, we both just wanted to be right, but in being right, we ruined what we had. Right. And, and she was saying, well, I didn't want to find this. But if you didn't want to find it, you wouldn't have looked. Uh, all the girls go. 
<laughs> See, the problem is, is that she cared more about being right about the man that she thought I was than being happy with the man that she had. See, then that's just toxic, and I don't know. That should have, like, instead of playing the game, you guys both should have been like, we're not good for okay. each other. Yeah, I, I don't know, because, yeah, I'm just not a game kind of girl, so I'm just be like, you don't trust me? Okay, bye! Yeah, and that has been kind of the, the thorn in our side in our relationship since we've been together. It's always been, you know, trust on my end and no trust on her end. I mean, perfect example is a week and a half ago, there's this guy who we met at one of her friend's house. He's a, he's a friend of a friend, um, total douchebag. And uh, I was teaching his son how to throw a football at this mm. barbecue. And the next day he messages my girlfriend on Instagram and says, hey, if your boyfriend ever fucks up, let me know. I'd love to go out with you. Ouch. And, you know, I she told me about it, you know, which is, you know, I, I, I applaud her for that. But she told me about it. And I said, look, that's not cool. I said, you know, I can either go over there and beat the shit out of him, or you could just send him a message and say, hey, you know, not cool. Please don't contact me again and block him. So that's what she chose. Until well, today. So weeks later, no, well, probably until today also. But weeks later, we go to this, um, we don't go to the friend who's a mutual friend. We go to his house for a fight, and that guy was there. And I was cool. I didn't say anything. I held my tongue. Uh, he pretended like nothing happened, which I think is a bitch move. He should have came to me and said, hey, look, this is what I did, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she didn't tell him that I knew, but as a man, you should come to me and say, hey, look, I, I kind of pulled a bitch move. I shouldn't have done that. Just want to let you know. But he didn't, which I don't respect. So we all hang out, whatever. And the next day, um, or that night, she posted a video with him on her story on Instagram while we're all there unbeknownst to me and then the next day i look and then i see that she's following him again and i'm like what's going on why are you following this guy and i thought i told you to block him and she's like well i thought because we all hung out that you'd be fine with it and blah 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 and i'm like no he and i did not squash our issues needless to, for me to say you should have asked me if you expect things of me if you expect me not to follow girls i that hit on me or girls that I fooled around with in the past, you have to follow those same rules. Well, a week and a half ago, that same guy texts her and Adam says, hey, do you guys, supposedly, both of us, do you guys want to come to a beach house party um, for the weekend? You know, I'd love to have you guys. And she didn't tell me about it. And I asked to borrow her phone to look something up online. And she's like, yeah, sure. Before she hands it to me, she deletes a text message and then hands it to me. So I didn't say anything because that's not how I am. I trust you. If there was something on there, I, I gave her the minimum of the doubt. I said maybe, you know, she meant to delete the text message earlier and she opened her phone and she saw it. She deleted it and then, you know, she handed it to me. Well, after all of this shit came out, I'm like, so what was it the other day when you deleted a text message before you could hand me the phone? And she's like, well, that, that was nothing. And I was like, well, why did you have to delete it? And she's like, well, I knew you'd be angry about who it came from. And then she tells me it was from him. And I'm like, see, that's dishonest. If you knew I'd be upset about it and you deleted it so I wouldn't see it, then that's that's shady. That's that's showing that there's something going on. And she's like, well, he, it didn't say anything that you would be upset about. So you shouldn't worry about it. 
And it's like, it doesn't work that way. If you expect trust out of me, you have to trust me the same. She's 32. She should know. She should know better. And she's a mother. Yeah. I also think, though, that maybe a lot of her trust issue with you was her projecting. Because, I don't know, if you're doing something shady, then any activity that your significant other is doing kind of appears shady because you're in that mind aspect. Right. So you project a lot. And I could be completely wrong, but I don't know. And all these clues, it sounds like if you would have done the same thing and maybe checked her phone, maybe you would have found some shit as well. But that's the thing. I, I don't feel like I need to. And not only that, but I know this is cliche and it's something that all like, a lot of guys may say, but I feel like your phone is, is your privacy. I don't have the right to go through your phone. I, mean, I think every relationship needs to have an aspect of privacy. I need to have something that's just mine. I don't need to share everything with you. And my phone is is my access to a world outside of our relationship. As long as you trust me and you know that I'm not going to do anything to put our relationship in jeopardy, you shouldn't need to see my phone. If I offer that to you, that's one thing. But you needing to see it for yourself for to, to feel comfortable in our relationship just says that you don't trust me. Well, maybe I don't know. I feel because I've been married so long and I don't know because the cool thing about it is John was in such a shitty, shitty relationship and I was in such a shitty, shitty relationship that we appreciate each other mm-hmm. because we've both been through stuff. So I'm like, wait, you're not going to hit me? And he's like, wait, you're not going to abuse me? And I'm like, whoa, greatest relationship ever. Right. So I don't know. The whole dating thing. and Like my phone, I don't even know where my phone is half the time. Well, I do. It's in Brody's hands and Brody's playing whatever game on my phone. Like my phone doesn't even belong to me. It belongs to my seven-year-old. But And I know John trusts me because I'm ridiculously loyal. Like he's to the point he would walk in and there'd be a dick in my mouth. And he'd be like, oh, book research. Okay. <laughs> all right honey so i don't know i i'm so glad like dating sounds awful and if it's if you're having trouble dating and you're as adorable as i mean as manly and handsome as you are fuck man i don't know that it's trouble dating i i I understand that i'm not an easy person to date in the aspect of I'm i'm in the public eye technically i have a following social media I'm sexualized. I'm sexualized. Um, I do have um, I do have professions that put me in contact with a lot of beautiful women with acting and photography, and I understand that for a lot of women that's intimidating. But if at the end of the if during the day I'm calling you three four times FaceTime just to tell you I miss you. If on the weekends instead of doing shows and mics Friday Saturday. And Sunday, on the best nights to do those shows and mics, I'm driving an hour out to your house to spend the weekend with you and your son. That says a lot. It does. Especially when I'm thinking of moving an hour outside of L.A., an hour outside of mics, an hour outside of, you know, auditions and and the studios and everything so that we can take the next step in our relationship. And you're sacrificing nothing for the relationship. It says a lot. Yeah, and that's not fair because that is toxic. I mean, that's your dream. And to just be like, give it up. And I don't know. 
it's not giving it up. It's just Making spending it hours and hours in, in traffic and spending more money on gas and mm-hmm. having to plan my entire day, you know, in one area before I drive way out to another area. It's it's something that I could do, it is possible, and if I love somebody enough, I'm willing to do. But it's hard. I mean, I live in Santa Clarita, which is only on like days like this. It took me what thirty five minutes to get here. But even that, you know, and I get off like that open mic last night. There's that lady off, and she actually <laughs> followed me outside to yell at me more. Um, fuck you, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't normally get mad at people, but I was so mad at her because she came off such twat hole, like twat hole to the nth degree. Fuck you, man. It was funny because when you were on stage, you were doing your thing, and she, she was walking past the stage right as the word retard came out of your mouth, <laughs> <laughs> and she was staring right at me. So you were like retard, and then her face lit up, and she looked at me, and she goes. Wow. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, huh? And then she goes, I can't fucking believe she just said that. And then she stood next to me, and every word after that, she was just like, huh, wow, huh, wow. And she looks at me and she's like, I just, I guess they'll just let anybody in here. Oh, and then wow. you, you came off stage and you came over and you were like, all right, honey, bye. And you gave me a hug. And I was like, all right, text me tomorrow. And you like walked away and she looked at me and she's like, okay. And like walks away. <laughs> well, she came out and she, okay. First of all, that's the first time I've ever done that bit. I just started working on this bit, which is what open mics are for is to work shit out. And, um, for anyone listening, she doesn't just like, just say VR. Words. Yeah. I'm not I'm just, just saying <laughs> retard to be mean. I'm just, it's in the name of something. It's yeah, like I explain it. And well, the thing you have to realize is this: it's kind of like the N word for black people. You can't use the hard R. You have to say it like they say it. They don't say mm-hmm. retard. They say retard. So just don't do the hard R. <laughs> You're good. Just don't do the hard R. Well, that's what. I did. Yeah. So, anyways. She came out after me, and I am non-confrontational ever, ever. I don't do confrontation. And she, she goes, I, I was like, oh, you didn't like my set? And she's like, no. And she's like, I felt like you just took a lot of low-lying fruit. And I was like, oh, fuck you. First of all, I've already went through this bit with a bunch of comedians, and we've been working on it to suck my dick. And then she's like, I work with, and then she even said it. She's like, I work with retards. And I'm like, hey. Like, I'm doing it to explain a community. Like, mm. Hey, who's the bad guy here? She called him a bunch of fruits. I know, right? Right? <laughs> Little figs. Like, I mean, just, ah. Oh. And she was being so mean to me. And she's like, I feel like you have no warmth in your heart for the community. And I'm like, you don't know me. Because half of these people, and it was fun. The greatest part about it is while she's yelling at me and telling me that, you know, I had no warmth in my heart. About six comedians came up to me and was like, hi, Mama Joy, I love you, and I'm so glad, and Mama Joy, you're awesome. And I was like, oh, I'm so proud of you. And I'm, like, telling them all this stuff about how proud of them I am. And they're hugging me and walking away, and she's just watching how much these people love me. And I was like, ha, ha, suck it. I mean, she sh- I don't understand why was she was so upset. There was at least four people in that room last night that should have been wearing helmets and they weren't pissed. 
I agree. And I have a son who has extreme anxiety and ADHD. And there are times we deal with some major meltdowns. And I'm like, I'm a mom. Like, I don't purposely be mean, but I'm trying to make this funny for the world. And if you don't like me, I'm off the stage in three minutes. Yeah. I'm going to get three goddamn minutes. So if you don't like it, go smoke a damn cigarette and come back. I mean, I think the problem is, is that people are trying to nerf the world. Uh-huh. And it's like, you have to embrace the most painful aspects of life in order to deal with them. I agree. And I also told her, I go, well, I have a miscarriage joke, too. And she's like, well, I have a miscarriage joke as well. And I've had a miscarriage. I go, oh, then you just want miserable things to happen to you. Oh, she was a comic? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes no. it worse. It does, yeah. She was just... So she, she was just a thunder cunt because she felt like it. Yeah, she was just a miserable magnet. And you know those people who just... Like, some people, bad things happen and it sucks, but there are some people who just thrive on it. And that's how I felt with her. Well, My thing is this. Comedy is a safe place. I mean, to a point. You, there's some things you can't do. Right. But if you're doing it in, in the search of funny, and you're not going out of your way to be hurtful or hateful, then you have to give people, uh, you have to give them the benefit of the doubt. I you can't get upset about it. Well, see, I've always told my kids, and I will say it right here, I think I've said it on the podcast before, words are just noise coming out of your mouth, and until you give that word, or that noise power, and allow it to become the word that's going to hurt you, that's up to you to give it power. And I've told that to all my kids. Like, if somebody bullies you, it's just words coming out of their mouth. Whether you want to give that noise power and give it a word, then just let it be a noise. And that's how I've raised all of my kids. My 18-year-old is a super dick, and you can take that as a word. Not a noise coming out of my mouth. I'm not happy with me right now. But, um, <laughs> sure. Do your kids listen to your podcast? No. That'd be super weird. That'd be awful because <laughs> my oldest has a girlfriend who I cannot stand, and I call her Jade the Whore. Like, oh, every podcast, <laughs> every episode, she's like, I'm going to have to cut that out. Like, Maybe just stop saying it. <laughs> Let's not talk about her. You know, the sad thing is I don't cut it out. No, she no do. I never do. And, and I don't cut anything out of the videos, so. <laughs> oh, I know. My girlfriend used to well, I probably still will, uh, listen to my podcast and complain about everything that happened on it. Oh, that's not nice. No, it was awesome. I loved it because I would book yes based on that fact. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. I was like, what? You're a porn star? Fuck yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and then she'd be like, why the fuck are you interviewing porn stars? I don't want you around women like that. Why are you? It, you realize that you are who you surround yourself with. And I'm like, yeah, surround yeah. myself with hot chicks who love dick. <laughs> Why would Which is I? Exactly what you are. Yeah, but it's like at the end of the day, there's a lot of things that I do and say that I'm probably going to have to answer to if I ever do become famous or get some kind of modicum of fame or fortune. But everything that I do, I genuinely do because I'm looking to make people laugh. I agree. And I think as, as long as that's your, your path, as long as that's your focus, I think you're in the right. I agree. If you're not doing it to be mean, you're just like, here, let's laugh about some crazy-ass shit that happened in 1959. 
you know, here, take it, run with it. And if you don't like it, I'm sorry, but, you know. I don't know of anything, really, that happened in 1959. <laughs> but some shit that went down is probably not that right. But there's probably some also really funny shit that came out of that. Oh, yeah. When I found out about the bit I did last night, I jumped for me. I was like, oh. About the retarded kids? Uh-huh. I'm sorry, the uh, eh. mentally challenged children? But, you know, okay, my whole thing is, I even did this about gay marriage. When people were like, I don't think it should be called marriage. Uh, here we go. Listen up, Cassandra. <laughs> Why do I always get the gay training? Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. No, but I was like, somebody told me, they're like, I don't think it should be called marriage. And my first thought was, a rose by any other name is still a fucking rose. Yeah. Whatever you call it, it's still the same thing. It's fun tax break. <laughs> right. That's what I call it. I don't believe in marriage. I wanted health insurance. It's actually called health insurance. <laughs> That's how John got me. He's like, you want to get married? And I'm like, well, not really. He's like, you can be under my health insurance. I was like, let's go to Vegas. Yeah, I don't believe in marriage. I didn't either. I mean, I I'm think... glad. I would have stayed with John because he's an amazing, supportive guy, but... I didn't want to get married. I also, though, it was weird having my kids have a different last name than I did. Yeah. I think it's an archaic, outdated ideal. And it's expensive for no reason. Well, I, here's here's the issue that I have with marriage. In the past, it made sense. Because, number one, it was the best way to, title, to, to transfer title and lands. And it was a way to basically... Um, proxy war. It was, it was a way to keep from a country from countries having to go to war. You would just marry your daughter to a prince or, or your you know your 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 queen to a king and, and boom, you're your allies. You don't have war and you guys prosper that way. Also, marriage made sense when your best choice was within your circle. Meaning you had access to a finite amount of people in a specific area. And you found the person that was most compatible with you, and you settled down, you had kids, and, and that was it. But nowadays, you have access to the world. You can find amazing people in thousands of different different ways, and there is no finite grasp of, of humanity. You have access to everyone. What's love, then? Which is why you don't marry your high school sweetheart, Tyler James, you did before. Because <clears throat> if you, I got shot. No, you don't. Okay, if you've ever been in love, you can be in a room full of about a thousand of the most beautiful people, and the only person you think about is that person, like real love. That's true. You know, That's true. I, I think marriage, when people look at it as a financial, I, I believe in marriage, but it's not about money. I would find a prenup or anything. I just love the ideal of, but also being a trans woman, I've been a secret most of my life in a lot of relationships. So there's a whole validation factor of a man saying, I would marry you, and you would be my wife. But see, oh. you you just clarified my, my thought okay. in the sense of, you said, I would sign a prenup. I would, because it's not about money. Right, but the, the, the point of that is, if I love you, if I'm in love with you, and I would spend my life with you, then why do I have to sign a document that the government recognizes and holds me to and will take me to court if I do not follow in order to love you for the rest of my life. I think I can devote myself to you 
without having to make a contract with a government agency stating that I promise to do so. My That's promise cool. to you should be enough. Yeah. See, I don't, yeah, I agree. I, I think sometimes though people do it for their protection themselves especially if they're but that's not love if you're protecting yourself that's not love if you're at a party that's not going to be making the money and you're with a person and your only means of keeping yourself is this person supporting you while you stay at home you know take care of the house and the kids you give up and then it's it breaks up yeah you're fucked yeah it's more I think the girls in the room. Right, but um, that's, it's more of like a protection thing. I think it's not. I don't think it makes you love. But that's but that's what I'm saying. You can agree to terms outside of signing contracts. Yeah, with but government. most people, you can but agree. You don't break, you don't break up with the same person that you got together with. You're not. You're not the same people. But if you're time. going into it, signing contracts, stating that if you do this, I will do this. If you take this from me, I will take this from you. It's not, you're not doing it for the right reasons. If, you, if you're looking for, if you're looking for safety wires, is it love? Well, because there are no safety wires in love. No, but if you don't do it, love like, is by the time you need it, it's too late. Love is compromised. It is. Every, I had a nine-year relationship, and it, it's all give and take. It's all give and take. Love is a fall. That's why they call it falling in love. There are no safety wires in the fall. You no, fall, or you don't fall. You look very handsome upside down. Oh, what? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I do my best work hanging from my ankles. <laughs> Little Amish girl looking my ankles. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I don't. I just want to wear the dress. I don't believe. <laughs> I don't believe in in contracts with a government to prove myself to the one that. I you sign contracts when you sign up for a movie or when you do right. an event. Or, or an I promise that I won't divulge the, the plot of the movie before it's released. I promise that I'll pay my rent on time. I promise that I will make my car payment. I promise that I will I will, I won't destroy your apartment, but I can't promise you that I'll love you until the day I sure, die. That, that we'll get out yeah. <laughs> See, that's what Which I'm saying. And it's not even about We're the financial of it. It's not even about the financial of it. It's not even about alimony. How can someone not love us? I mean, according <laughs> I to anybody. According to John, the only reason he's with me is he knows I'm gonna hit it big if he wants to be a stay at home dad. Ask him. He's like, Yeah, I'm just with you because God will be stay at home dad. I'm like, okay. Is it weird that I I think people are different. I know every boyfriend I've had and I've had three. I always love them. I may not be with them because it didn't work out, but I still love them. Do you know, my love just doesn't stop. No, I think you are a very special person because... Sucker. <laughs> no. I just can't. I mean, I'm a people, stalker. I like stalking I don't stalk them, but I mean, I once I love someone, I love them forever. It doesn't like, mean I did, I've broken up with people, but right. I mean, I'm like, I still love them. Yeah, because I mean, like John will say, like, Joy doesn't love me like a normal person. Joy loves me like a stalker. And I'm an asshole because I'll tell him like, "Oh, you smell different when you're asleep," and I'm so I fuck with him so hard. Wait, so when he's awake, he smells one way, and then when he falls asleep, he's just got a totally different aroma. I don't know. I think what I read it somewhere and it made me laugh. I tell him that I watch him while he sleeps. Listen, when you're awake. You smell like Old Spice, but when you fall asleep, you smell like fucking Fritos. pizza. <laughs> 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 
like, that's because of wearing cologne during the day, babe, and eat pizza before you go to bed. <laughs> I also tell him that there's a blog called John Loves Joy Forever. And I'm like, you wrote it. And he's like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I'm like, yeah, every day you put a new blog post entry in about how much you love me. And he's like, you're fucking psycho. Are you writing your own shit? No. Liar. I, there's no such thing as John Loves Joy Forever website. But if anybody wants to make it, that'd be it's fucking the launched, but it's funniest thing ever. ever. There is now. <laughs> For all of our weird, oh my gosh, our stalker listener. Oh my God. No, he was a stalker listener. No, he was on my blog. This dude wrote me on my blog, and he was like, I get instant crushes, and right now you're my instant crush. And then he's like, I went and watched you massage Burt Kreischer, and all I could think is how lucky he is because you're so fucking sexy. So obviously he's mentally wrong. There's something wrong with him. And he was just going on and on about how beautiful I am, and I was like, you fucking crazy guy. Well, then two hours later, he comments on another blog post that I do, and it's called Heartbreak. And he was like, I got heartbroken when I was 35. Now, mind you, Emily's reading this out loud. I don't want to read it. And I was like, he fucking killed her. He fucking killed her. And then Emily stopped reading and turned bright red. And I'm like, what? What? And it's all, she killed herself four <laughs> months after we broke up. And I'm like, he fucking killed her. And he's like, I'm going to keep reading your stuff. And you're very talented. And I'm like, oh. So we just wanted to say hi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hi. <laughs> I mean, there is something attractive about a woman who's willing to touch somebody who looks like Bert. Aww. He's furry and chubby. He has over 100,000 followers. I know he does. Let's keep it real. Bert follows me. And I follow Bert. Nice. He saw me on Kill Tony one day when he was posting, and he thought that my hashtags were hilarious, and now he follows me. Uh, Bert pulled me out of the bucket on Kill Tony once. I love Bert. That was awesome. I asked right. him to do my podcast and he didn't respond. Thanks, Bert. Uh, he was on ours. Thanks, Bert. <laughs> I'm not massaging you to get me on my, on my podcast. I massage his wife, too. What? Okay. And then we're going to be on Leanne's podcast next week. Really? Yeah. All right, your massage is done. Yeah. Do you want to plug anything? Um, sure. You can listen to my podcast and mind our business on uh, what? I don't know. On iTunes, Stitcher, and uh, YouTube. Follow me on Instagram at original kind of Mac. Uh, and uh, ladies, trust your men. It's still airing. It's called A Night to Regret. It's on Lifetime. It's awesome. Go I'm, check it out. I kill a bunch of people. I made my mother-in-law watch it. It was pretty cool. Also, he's going, he doesn't know it yet, but he's going to be Alexander and Transparent, which you guys should get on Amazon under Joy Eileen, and I wrote it, and it's super fucking funny. Transparent, isn't that already a show? It is, but this is about a ghost. You're going to be a ghost, by the way. <laughs> so, um, yeah. All right. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. A ghost, huh? Yeah. All right, you guys, that was the episode with Kevin Mack. Um, I hope you weren't triggered too, too much. Um, and I hope you enjoy. Please go look at our sponsors, check our sponsors out, use our promo codes. Also, if you guys are listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube, anything, like, subscribe, comment, please send us emails at joyshappyending at gmail.com. Uh, once again, I hope you enjoyed. I will, you will listen to me next Monday. Bye.